Welcome to Women Rise. What makes me qualified to talk about how women rise? I'm a woman, living, breathing, experiencing. And the mission of this podcast is to empower businesswomen to take inspired action to elevate their lives. I'm your host, Melissa, and today we're going to talk about the five most important marketing do's for small businesses. So if you are listening and you are a small business owner, it may seem impossible to wade through the literal ocean of blogs, books, and videos to be found online about marketing. So my goal with this particular episode is to provide you with actionable insights you can hit the ground running, whether you've been in business for six months, a year, or three to five. And if you're new to this podcast, welcome. (laughs) My name is Melissa Barker, and I am a business growth coach and marketing consultant. I've been helping businesses, both small and mid-size, with marketing and sales for nearly a decade. So what I'm bringing to you are what I consider probably the five most important things you can do for your marketing. And it's been really interesting because recently I've had the opportunity to speak in event situations to a lot of small business owners, and many of the things that I thought were just marketing fundamentals are not really common knowledge for most business owners because I take for granted the fact that I have a very extensive marketing background. And so a lot of the things that I consider common sense are not so common. So that's what I'll be sharing with you today. But let's go ahead and dive into what I consider the five most important things you can do in marketing your business. So number one, talk to your ideal customer. When is the last time that you actually spoke to your ideal customer? And if the answer is never, this is going to rock your world. (laughs) I really believe this is the single most important do on the list because this simple act will determine where you should invest your time and your money when it comes to marketing. So create a short list of questions to really learn about what media does your ideal customer consume? What does a day in their life look like? Where do they drive? Where do they go? Where they shop? What social media do they use? And by asking these questions for someone that actually fits in your ideal target market, it is going to give you so much insightful data that you can then use in your own marketing and will help you decide where to actually invest your time. Because let me tell you, what I found in talking to most small business owners is that they come up with an idea, they create a product, especially if it's service-based, they stick it up on their website and they just start using you know, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter right? And if this sounds like you, that's okay, but it's time to level up. Like it's time to take your business in a whole new direction that is actually validated by the market. And in working for mid-sized businesses, you know, you have people with marketing backgrounds that are taught the first thing you ever do when you launch a product is market research before you ever put it out there. But if you are reverse engineering right now, if you've already put your product there and you've never talked to someone in your target market, it's time to do it now, right? It's never too late to do that. So then after you've developed that list of, you know, a few questions, reach out, whether that's through Facebook groups, through talking to your network and conduct 10 to 15 minute informational interviews with people that fit your ideal customer, right? Your ideal customer profile. And these interviews will ultimately help you determine which marketing methods and mediums to really focus on, as well as give you this awesome opportunity to connect in a very low pressure environment with people who are potential customers, right? And what I've seen work really well for some businesses is they will actually offer a discount or some sort of reward for spending 10 to 15 minutes on the phone doing this interview. 
Very easy, low pressure sales method, especially if you're someone who's a little bit nervous about selling. So that's point number one. And if you pause the podcast right now and listen to nothing else, (laughs) that was perhaps the most important. So definitely take time to talk to your ideal customer. Number two, play to your strengths and outsource everything else. So really think about your strengths. Are you a great writer? Are you really fantastic at photography? Once you've figured out what your strengths are, make use of them, especially when it comes to your marketing, right? And then outsource and get help for things that you are not skilled at. When you focus on your strengths as a communicator, you will create infinitely better content, right? So if you are really struggling with your web copy, with your sales copy, hire a copywriter for a couple hours to knock it out for you. Not only will this save you time, but it will keep you from getting stuck, right? And I see this happen a lot with business owners. You know, you don't think that you can afford to outsource things, but the truth is you really can't afford not to outsource things. Ultimately, you're not going to be skilled at everything. And if you want to develop your skills in a particular area, that's great. But it will not only save you hours, but it will save you money by actually outsourcing for the things that you're not terribly good at. So the flip side of this too is make sure you're not committing to things, especially when it comes to marketing that you're not skilled at. You know, for example, avoid committing to a weekly email newsletter if you are A, not a good writer, (laughs) and B, can't afford to outsource it, right? You don't have to do every marketing activity to be really successful. So number three, ask for testimonials and use them in your marketing. Testimonials and online reviews are essential for building trust with prospective customers. And really the best way to get testimonials is to build in a request into your sales process, right? So think about, can you include it in the email follow-up? The, all right, after someone has purchased, they're automatically sent this email that asks for a testimonial. Or maybe you give a small incentive for providing that online testimonial. Right, something as simple as a coupon or a discount goes a really long way in terms of getting people to write reviews for you. And the truth is that you should include those testimonials, the ones that you get written, in screenshots, right? Make them into little branded images and use them in every aspect of your marketing. Everything from your social media to your emails, from your website to direct mail pieces. Because this is the new social currency. Right? How many times do you go look at a product and if you don't know the business, the first thing you do is go to the reviews? I'm pretty sure everyone listening to this just raised their hand. <laughs> and it's true. You know, We really depend on reviews now, especially for businesses that are an unknown. And if you are a small business, you need that credibility. You are not a household name yet. And this is a first step to getting there. So number four. Always include a clear call to action. Also, the abbreviation is CTA, right? For every single marketing message you send, whether it's on social media, email, flyers, or billboards, have a clear call to action. Tell the reader, the person that's consuming that information, where to go next for more information or to purchase or what action you would like them to take. And this simple addition has the power to transform your marketing. So if you've been putting out social content and you're just like, oh yeah, here's this cool thing I'm doing, and you don't end with a click the link on my bio or click the link in this post, you are missing major traffic. So number five, create marketing content calendars every single month. 
And I'll tell you, where I see small businesses struggle the most is when they try to create marketing content on the fly. Each month, take an hour, take two hours, map out the mediums that you intend to use, right? So whether that's email, LinkedIn, direct mail, whatever social media, right? Note the key dates for promotion, identify the messages or the themes that you wanna talk about, and educational topics. So now you're probably with me until that last point, educational topics. And the reason I bring this up, especially when it comes to social media marketing, right? This doesn't necessarily apply to like your email marketing or your website in general, but especially for social media, you absolutely have to give away some information for free. You need to educate and inform your target market in order to position yourself as an expert and a business to buy from. So this is particularly important for small businesses because this is how you really establish authority. You know, you may not have the awards, you may not have the extensive testimonials, especially when you're first getting started in business. So figuring out what topics as it relates to your business, do you want to inform people about? I'll give you an example for myself, right? So I started a group on Facebook called Portland Women Entrepreneurs. And if you're in Portland, definitely, definitely reach out to join the group. So I regularly share content around marketing and sales, right? For free, even though that is what I ultimately offer as a product or service in terms of my consulting. And that's super important because until people know who I am, they don't have any reason to trust me. It's a combination of those testimonials and then providing some education along the way. So think about it. Think about what parts of your business as it relates to your products, could you give someone a little more information about? So if you're a real estate agent, right? Maybe you have a a whole educational series about things to look for in homes as a new home buyer, right? Or tips for new home buyers. And think about these themes that you can create content about monthly that are not super stressful for you, that you already have that knowledge within you and that would help someone really trust you to represent them. So that's all for now. Next week, we'll go into the five don'ts, (laughs) right? Because along with these five do's, it's also important that you avoid certain pitfalls when it comes to marketing your small business. But until next week, keep moving and shaking and check back next Tuesday at 9 a.m. for another episode of Women Rise.